everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Good, good morning, Paula. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. This is the El Marie and Paula show. We are just finishing up our summaries that we did, our podcast that we did. And today is February the 16th. This is Black History Month. And we're just going over our world corner, just kind of summarizing what we were talking about in our own words and what what our passion is. So Paula is just going to talk a little bit about her passion, the things we went over in our podcast. So we're just going to go over some things that we're kind of, what I say, getting off our chest. Yes, yes. <laughs> getting off our chest. And I really want to get this off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead. By the way, this is Black History Month. And before I get started, I want to just give a salute to the Obama family for Black History Month. Hey, yes. hey, Obama. Yes, yes, yes. And another thing, I know you're probably going to kill me out there, people, but I love the snow. It's beautiful. Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, just a little short prayer. Just asking the Lord and thanking Him for this day in spite of the fact but this is God's day. And we should rejoice in it and be glad. And Lord, just guide our tongues, our thoughts, and our minds. And if we can help, if we help one soul, that's a blessing right there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Okay. What I would like to talk about is um, what happened to the old quarantine signs. Because I was just thinking that I'm going to have to be very careful because of what I say and how I say things because I don't want to say something and somebody will say, she's talking about me. What she's saying is about me. It's not. If it happened to you, unfortunately, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. And I'm just hoping that this will bring back some memory to, memory to some of us and that way we can sit down and think about what I'm actually talking about. You know, because what happened to the quarantine signs? Elmarie, do you remember the quarantine signs? No, no, I don't remember. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, Seeing them on TV, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to talk from my perspective because I remember the quarantine signs. And I'm I'm sure some of those, mm -hmm. hey, those old, mm -hmm. old school system uh -huh. brothers, I'm sure a lot of uh -huh. you remember those signs. I'm old school, I but did, I never did you know. see one, though. You know, I guess mm -hmm. where I was at. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, because with us, um, there was a family right next okay. door to us. Okay. And this was during the tuberculosis time, okay. you know. And the quarantine, the quarantine signs were put on that particular house. And the people that we used to call, we were little. I was little. We had, uh, there was a lot of us, but we were little. And we would call them the people in spacesuits because they would come into the neighborhood and they would have the truck and they would get out and put the signs up and everybody would stand around and look and everything. And it was really amazing. It was really something to see. And my thing like right now is why are they not being used? So I did call the Department of Health and I called the CDC. Okay. And it boiled down to the HIPAA laws. You know, that's personal, people's personal history, their personal information, you know. And nobody can come up and give out your personal history. But my thing is, with the quarantine laws, you know, back during the signs and everything, some of them had, like, medical isolation on them. And some of them this house is quarantine or whatever. 
to me, that's not giving out anybody's name because if it's a two or three family house, how do you know? It's not like, hey, apartment one. That's right. And here's a list of all the people that live there. That's embarrassing to anybody. It is. You would not want that. But at the same point in time, the way I feel about it is if I, everybody knows the COVID's out here. It's not a surprise. It's nothing new as far as the fact that everybody knows. People are dying by the thousands every single day. Can't keep up with the count. Right. You cannot keep up with the count. And my thing is, if there's anything as small as a sign that could help save a life, I, I, you know, I understand HIPAA, but then nobody's putting you out there. You're not being put out there, you know, because like I said, the thing that um, got me, even when I talked to those two departments, you know, they, we don't have to tell you anything. We don't have to tell you nothing. I said, ma'am, I'm not looking for you to tell me anything. I'm just asking you a question about the quarantine signs. What happened to them? Because I'm sure back then they did some good. Right. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Because I can remember it just like it was yesterday. When the people came, they put the sign on the house, on the front door and on the back door, and they were kind enough to come over and talk with my parents. Because there was a lot of us were kids. And the people next door had a swing set. So naturally... We would go over there and play on the right, swing right. set, and a lot of the kids in the neighborhood would go and play on the little swing set, you know, and we were concerned. Right. You know, you, you you look up and you see this sign going up, and you're trying to figure out, hmm, what, what's that all about, you know? But they let us know what it was about. A few days later, I can remember seeing the doctor come out because he had the little black bag, okay. so I assumed that was a doctor, you know. Okay. And he would go over there. And then when it was over with and done, they came to my parents and they told my parents that the quarantine was up. Everything was fine. Had they not told us, Ooh, y'all would've we would have been in the backyard playing on the swing set because of HIPAA. I mean, we knew the people. We were neighbors. It wasn't like we were going to run up and down the street and tell everybody, hey, guess what they got? Right. It, it wasn't like that. You know, I don't know if that's the way it is now that people are so into just telling people's business. It had been all on the internet. You know, yeah, it been on the internet and everything, you know. But um, I was just wondering about that. And um, so it, I can understand invasion of privacy. You know, nobody wants their privacy to be invaded. But let me tell you, people already know. People already know. You really can't hide anything from people. You really can't hide anything from people. You know, but getting down to what I really wanted to bring to everybody's attention is the fact that um, where I live, myself and Elma Marie, we were talking. We were very excited over the fact that no one in this building has COVID. Out of all of this has been going on, we're in a senior building. There's a lot of sick people, older people, and we were just really... Only 52 units. Right. We have 52 units, and we were so happy and like saying, oh, wow, this is great. And um, I come home one day, 
Y'all Marie calls me and she says, guess what? And she told me. And I says, oh my goodness. I says, well, did anybody let us know? I mean, you know, what, what? No. No. So when I went to management and just asked about it, they threw HIPAA at me. Here, me and HIPAA at it again. And I says, well, don't you think we should know? We're like a family here. Don't you think? No, can't tell you anything. And that was the same thing I was told by the CDC and uh, the health department. You know, if she want to tell you, she can tell you. If she, if she don't want to tell you, just tell you nothing. So I said, oh, so that's how that worked. Now, Marie was telling me about her aunt that lives in blank Ohio. I didn't call any name. Beautiful senior building. And they were talking about the fact that we had a COVID case. And her aunt that lives there said, well, um, you all got the message. And didn't the management, you know, slide something under your door to let you know? And we said, no, nobody slid anything under our door. And she says, what? You're there in the building. The people know that there is COVID there. And they don't have the decency to just say, slide this under the door. All they had to say was um, two or three people. Two or three people got COVID. Everybody in the building got a note slid under their door. They did not wait on the person that had it to tell them. They got a note slid under their door. And I'm saying each month, she says, each month. Anytime, she said, anytime. A new case came up. There's another piece of paper going on the door. Unfortunately, if the person passes on, we want to inform you that so-and-so-and-so, you know, has passed on. We'll give you funeral services. That didn't tell us what they had. People still die of heart attacks, cancer, and everything else. They did not slide a note under the door saying, well, you know, so-and-so. And given their whole name, date of birth, and everything, they got the COVID. No, that's not right. But I just can't understand why we're trying to stop the spread of something, but now we got to be so careful with it. You can save a lot of lives just by putting a sign up. Because I've always told everybody, family, friends, or whatever, I will put my own sign on my door before I let somebody walk up to my door. And I know I'm in there with COVID. And I'm not going to let people know. Because nobody knows if you get sick in there, you pass away. Right. We wouldn't know. Right. You, you, you can know. check on the person. Right. Or... And when it's over with and done, you could, you might feel bad because you said, well, I could have called, but I, I didn't know it. That's right. I didn't know it. So that's why I was just asking what happened to the quarantine signs. I yeah, know we're living in a real different fashion. world. That's yeah. the real fashion. I know we're living in a different world and a different time. But all in all, these are things that we need to think about a little more. Because I'm sure it worked back then. And my thing is that we could save one life by letting people know that's a plus. And, and just think, Paul, in our building where we have uh, FedEx, Come to the door. Amazon, come to the door. Yes. 
Yes. That's another thing. And I can attest uh -huh. I can attest to that because I saw yeah, that happen. Yeah, right. You know, FedEx is at the door of the person that has them. You know. And I'm like, wow. Had there been a sign, and the sign doesn't have to be on that door. You can put a sign on the front door of an apartment building. It could be a thousand buildings, apartments. Nobody knows, but they know that somebody's right. in there. And to be more careful. Right. Be careful. We're not spreading your business. We're just letting the people know that has to come into that building for whatever the reason may be that, oh, at least I know there's a COVID case in here. I'm going to be real careful. I wasn't going to wash my hands, but now I'm going to wash them, you know. <laughs> and, <that's> a, <laughs> and I wash mine definitely when I go to the mailbox now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to just bring that out. And like I say, I'm not um, talking about anybody in particular. I'm not bashing the HIPAA laws. But like I said, we're living in different times now. So some things may have to be changed. I mean, we switch things around so people can stay at the bar right. two or three hours right. longer. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So let's uh -huh. let's think about things like that. Yeah. You know. And basically, you know, that's pretty much all that I have to say. Because yeah. so, that was that was your passion. You was very upset about I that. I was very upset. And I was so glad I couldn't wait to call you to let you know. I said, oh, I don't want my friend coming home. Maybe might run into this person or might stop to talk to this person. And, oh, my God. And then we all have it. Right. You know. And we know that um, this particular person was not a mask wearer. Yes. Yes. She, she was, was not a, she she was was not not a mask, mask wearer. She was not a mask wearer. So that's something that... Um, that's another thing yeah. to think about. Yeah. That's, another, yeah, that's another thing, yes. But I know that that was your passion, and, and, and very much so. Because so far, there's only one person right. that we know right. of. Mm -hmm. So far, mm -hmm. there's one person. Mm -hmm. But like they told you, that with that HIPAA law, some of them laws need to be changed. That's uh, to uh, me. Just rewritten up for, for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Some kind Until of this is over with, we're going to rephrase uh -huh. this. We're going to redo this, you know. But, you know, to just... Like I said, I was determined. I, I talked with management and everything. I was determined to just see how this is going. Because we live here, but there's also people that come and visit us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's right. They come and visit. Young people that come yeah, and visit. They come us. and visit. And um, I think that everybody could appreciate, well, at least they were nice enough to let us know that there's a sign out front that's saying that they're, you know. As you come into the building. As you come into the building. That's not pointing to anybody. That's just a precaution. You're coming into this building. We want you to know that COVID is alive and well in this building. Well, you know, we're just going to be extra careful. We're just be That's extra it. careful. That's it. And, That's and we're it. still waiting on our vaccines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we hope that. Thank mm -hmm. you, Paula, for that, because I know that was your passion, because you yeah. have been the HIPAA laws that have been, oh, you've been talking about that. I, I, I you know, we round around that, uh, uh, we old school, but I never did see a sign, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but I'm quite sure mm -hmm. there was, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying, because oh, yeah. that was in that era. Oh, yeah. So that we, I just never lived mm -hmm. around nobody that, you know. Right. Because I have a client, and she's she's old, uh -huh. elderly, uh -huh. and when I brought, when we were talking okay. about it, she said, oh, oh yeah. Yes. Okay. She says. We used to see those like on every other house. And then she thought about it and she says, What happened to the sign? <laughs> 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 I 
was her passion. Oh, Lord, Lord, that was her passion. <laughs> so that's just like me about my hair. I got to tell this right quick. My friend have seen every kind of hair there is. I wore her to death. <laughs> She's got beautiful long hair that I do. But I, she done seen every hair on TV, every color hair and everything. I wore that. That's where she was with that long hair for long. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, she was truly upset. And when I told about that lady, about our neighbor, that was something else. So we just move away mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. keep on going. So yeah. I had to throw that in there. That was kind of funny. Yeah. And my passion is politics. Woo, yeah, yes, Lord, yes. have mercy. Jesus. <laughs> Woo, Lord, that impeachment trial is over with. But I knew that they was not going to impeach the whole trial. I knew that everybody knew that, and I just hope that someday they will change, but people in these states see that these senators, to me, they're just like the Ku Klux Klan. They don't want to see nothing pass, but you know what? His troubles isn't over with because he's got all these states coming after him. You know, as Grandma used to say, you reap what you sow. It might be a long ways down the line. But you will, you're going to get it somewhere down the line because he has been low down and dirty to everybody. No loyalty to nobody. And those people that have stood up for him, that gutted him. I was looking at Mitch McConnell the other day uh, saying that he shouldn't shouldn't be impeached and all that. But yet and still, he said he should have. He started that right. Everybody knows that that's what happened. Everybody know that he incited mm-hmm. those people. The Proud Boy, the Boogaloo Boy, Opal, all these people that I, I am just so passionate about that. So you know me, I went online to find some of the top hate groups. And really, since Trump had been in the office, he has just stirred up all of that. And I could not find, I couldn't imagine that there were 784 hate groups, over 1,020 in all, but oh they're active groups. Yeah, active groups. And you know, the Nazis, the Klans, KKK is in there, the Taliban. I ain't heard of skinheads haven't been around in a while. No, I, but I guess that they, you know, with the, mm-hmm. with there being so many hate groups, I'm sure they can just scatter out and join <laughs> sure. another one, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and oh, and it's QAnon. Who in the world would believe in conspiracy theories like that? I, I just couldn't believe it. But there are people that will fall for that. Oh, so yeah. you still think oh, about yeah. the 74 million people that voted for Trump. Yeah. yeah. You know, to me, yeah. that's just my speaking, my saying. Mm-hmm. All of them are not clans, but most of them fall into that category. Mm-hmm. And all those people out there, they were part of the clan, the, the new clan. I call it the new clan. The boogaloo. I never heard of that. The never. old keepers. No. That's enough. No. And those mm-hmm. Nazi flags that they mm-hmm. were they were doing. No. But one way or the other, I truly believe that he is going to get his. Yes. One way or the other down the line. Now, as far as these vaccines, that's another. Paul and I can't wait until the vaccines come so yes. we can get our vaccine. But we're just praying that the people in the areas that can't get them, that people will be able to go out, because everybody don't have a computer. Right. You exactly. know, that they will be able exactly. to go out, they got exactly. vans, they're going to start vans, and I am so glad that the Biden administration and Harris administration uh, is stepping up on the vaccine, because mm-hmm. Trump just played everybody. He did not do anything. So they're like starting from ground one. So those people in those rural areas that they can't get them, they said they're going to have vans and people going out to the houses to uh, get the vaccine. Now me, I don't care which one I get, as long as I get one. Right. right you know, I just, right, I just right. went online and found out what the mRNA and all of that mean. But it's just like when you take the vaccine, it's just like putting on a shield of armor just to protect us from getting it. So and basically, I, that's how that's how all the vaccines, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and they 
unfortunately, some people are, for whatever the reason may be, they're not going to take it. They're not going to take it, Paul. And that's your, mm-hmm. that's your thing. That's, that's, right. that's what you want to do. And if, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. everybody has their own reason. Mm-hmm. It may not sound right to me or mm-hmm. to you. But that's their reason. Yeah, that's their reason. For why they don't want mm-hmm. to take the vaccine. That's right. But we yeah. know that we half of us have to be vaccine in order for it to uh, do something. No right. new variants that's coming out. You know, they just and the lady, it's the nurse. I was listening to her explain that. She said we have to be vaccinated because they just multiply. You know, that's what they. You know what I was listening to today. Not cutting sure This is not. It. I didn't do any research on this, but I found that Israel was a. a, a you know the country mm-hmm. that they they have vaccinated over a million people there. In that country, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go online and look at it again. But most of the the people that live in there are, mm-hmm. uh, have been vaccinated. You know, they paid up front early for the vaccine to come there. Well, so you know, about, I don't know for sure mm-hmm. how. The system work, and I'm not even going to try mm-hmm. to fix it up. Mm-hmm. But different countries, different countries. You have to realize that different countries, and it doesn't have to necessarily be a dictatorship, uh-huh. but they follow and they listen to their leaders. Mm-hmm. And they, in a lot of countries, you don't have a choice. I'm not taking a shot. Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no. No, everybody's taking a shot. Uh, yeah. There's no, there's no question. We're not going to discuss this. We're not going to sit down and 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 beat you with a ruler. <laughs> it's shot time. Yeah, yeah. And when we were coming up in school, we took shot. That's it. It was no, uh, uh-uh, I ain't gonna take this. You could not if your shot mm-hmm. records wasn't ready for school day. You were not getting that's school. right. Mm-hmm. And nothing was said. You go in that's there right. and you take that shot. But now, oh, no, I'm not taking that. Oh, I'm not doing this. Oh, I'm not doing that. You know, my thing is, like I said, I'm not going to get off into all of that because I don't know how it, how it works. And then the health care providers, some of the health care providers, which I couldn't understand, would not even take the shot. So that, that was just shocking to me that they didn't want to yes, do that. Yes. I, I want to end mine by talking my favorite, Black History person of all time was Harriet Tubman. I oh, think I would have been a Harriet Tubman in my day, Paul. I know I would have. <laughs> I know I would have. I would have definitely been a Harriet Tubman. I would have been a running sister. <laughs> <laughs> I would have definitely been a Harriet Tubman in my day. Uh, but uh, she was born into slavery in 1822 on a plantation in Dorchester County, Maryland. She died in 1913. She died of pneumonia on March mm. 10, 1913. And she was surrounded by her friends and family at the age of 93. And she was all Harriet Tubman. She was a great American abolitionist. Uh, she was a political activist. She was born into slavery. And she escaped. And she made some 13 missions to rescue approximately 70 enslaved people. That was including her family and friends. And uh, some of her favorite quotes, I want to end this, that some of my favorite quotes that I tried to live by. I'm going to try to talk like they did in those days. But oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to put my little acting shoes on. Oh, oh, yeah. Now, this is one of her, one of my favorite quotes that Harriet Tubman's. Every great dream begins with the dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, 
and the passion to reach for the stars, to change the world. That's one of my favorite quotes by her. And no matter, I want to add to that, no matter how old you get, you can always change the world. Oh, yeah. She said during the time that she was in slavery, she said, I had reasoned this out in my mind. There was one or two things that I had a right to, liberty or death. If I could not have one, I would have the other. I had crossed the line. I was free, but there was no one to welcome me to the land of freedom. I was a stranger in a stranger's land. I grew up like a neglected weed, ignorance of liberty, having no experience of it. Towards me, towards the Lord, I always told him, I trust you. I don't know where to go or what to do, but I expect you to leave me. And he always did, Harriet Tubman. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. So, beautiful. I, so we just want to close this up. Just little things I call that Paul in our world corner. Mm-hmm. Just things that we were passionate about that we want to say. So family and friends, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Until next time, we will see you again. Mm -hmm. And stay warm. Please stay stay safe. Stay warm. Stay (laughs) safe. Get out there and make a snowball. (laughs) (laughs) And I know who I'm going to throw it at.